They don't? I don't even really listen to the radio. I listen to the odd podcast and I listen to my old radio station. Because if I don't, the same four songs come on 97 times, and I don't really like any of them, so... Yeah, I haven't been listening a ton either, but um, I'm not. I haven't been commuting for the last little while, so I'm fine with the radio for just like bopping around town. But if I'm going to be driving for an hour, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you listen so, to when you commute? Uh, mostly, I listen to other podcasts. It's all I don't know. I used to listen to a lot of Vox. I'm listening to a lot more, um, a lot more like uh, author stuff. Lately, I've been listening okay. to um, to Get Lit from ninety three three CFMU. Oh wow, which is I cool. Remember. That's like it's, you going back to your old hood. Yeah, well, um, Jamie Tennant is the guy who does it, and he was the station manager when I used to volunteer at CFMU. Wow, he's still there. Yeah, no, he's carved out quite a niche for himself. He wrote, he's written a book, uh, the really? Captain of Cantaloo Hill or something. Um, it's kind of like, it's like a Canadian high fidelity is how it's pitched. I haven't read it yet, but it is on my, it's on my pile. This pile, your to read pile, how large is it? Um, it's, um, two layers deep on one bookshelf plus three crates in storage and the rest of Kingkiller. All right. Yeah. Which well, is in my room. I know. I'm almost at the point where I don't believe the rest of Kingkiller is ever going to come out. Blasphemy! No, these authors are just... It's getting ridiculous. No, 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 no. I think, I think Pat has a plan. I think Pat's overthinking things. Mm, possibly. Possibly. I think book three is done. I think they're planning the release. I think they want the release to coincide with either like the TV show or the movie or some other multimedia platform. I think we're going to get the 10 year anniversary of uh, wise man's fear, then movie or TV show or something. Then book three, 10, 10 year anniversary of wise man's fear, which came out in what year? The wise man's fear come, came out in 2011. 2021 year of the king killer that is way too long to wait way too long i don't feel that way because i'm still reading you are such a fanboy at this point in time (laughs) welcome that eric guy how are you my friend i'm all right what are you guys talking about um i'm i'm complaining about how long authors take to write books well only one really yeah, well, no, there's kind of like an undercurrent of screw you, George R. R. Martin, as well, but I just hadn't said it out loud yet. Um, well, we're just talking about what we've been up to. That's kind of what we're doing. We're still oh, okay. kind of in the banter phase. I haven't formally started the show yet. Yeah, we haven't done our official pitch because nobody does it quite like Eric. Makes everybody smile. What? I didn't understand that. <laughs> Your Sorry. intro pitch thing. What? Welcome to Geeks with Kids. I'm a host. <laughs> Most disappointing intro ever. Yeah. What? Okay, hang this? on. Hang on. Wait, I can make it more disappointing than that. Uh, It'd be more disappointing if the intro was 
40 minutes into the recording of this episode. <laughs> By the miracles of editing. Sorry, how long have you guys been recording? Like oh, not minutes. 40 minutes. We're like 10 minutes in. I, I was an idiot about setting things yeah. up on the computer. I thought I had the microphone all set up properly, and I didn't. But now I do, and life is good and wonderful. How do I not believe you? Good and wonderful. I was like 10 or 15 minutes like getting here because first the people at the pharmacy didn't have my drugs ready till 9 o'clock. So, yeah, it's just convoluted. It's been a rough like week or two. How's Eric? Oh, I'm busy. Uh, yes. <laughs> Obviously. Well, um, I'm doing a lot of outreach with our podcast, so I'm, I'm talking to a oh, lot wow. of different organizations for promotions and stuff. Like, I have a crap ton of stuff that I have to give away, um, like Steam codes and tickets to things. That's pretty cool. Um, but uh, that'll happen, you know, in future episodes. Um <laughs> That sounds like a lot. There's stuff like that. I'm trying to negotiate <laughs> some stuff and whatnot. Yeah. But we've got great busy. stuff for this episode, too. What up, everybody? It's Geek with Kids. Oh, are, are, are you we've actually starting again right now? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm no. starting for the first time. This, should I start again? No, you're now? not. No, no, this is like Just a keep going. It's, it's already lost. Oh, damn it. <laughs> this is, yeah, we talked about it on um, the Mallory episode. The timeless one from like the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I listened to that one. I don't remember. Uh, I can't remember anything anyway. Uh, I kind of remember. Did you talk about Continuum? Did you? No, we talked about we talked about uh, Timeless. No, you talked about Timeless, but you compared it to another Canadian time travel show. Nope. Nope. We talked about it, compared it to a H.G. Wells show that was released last year and utterly failed. So basically, the premise of that show was H.G. Wells was buddies with um, the Ripper, not not like uh, Giles. You mean but, like you know, Jack the Ripper? The uh, Jack the Ripper, yeah. Um, and uh, Jack jumps into his time machine and goes to the future, and H.G. Uh, Wells jumps in the machine with him. Dude, was it called Jack to the Future? <laughs> no, no, they weren't that clever. <laughs> that was awful. That's where we should start. Uh, nope, nope, it's already started. Oh, <laughs> it's actually it was actually called Time After Time, and it was based on a um, hold on, Cindy Lauper uh, song, TV, uh, a movie from 1979. They should re-release it, call it Jack to the Future, and not change anything. <laughs> Guaranteed no, I don't, success. I don't, think, I don't. I don't think that would help this uh, this horrible show. It was not good. The guy who played. Uh, um H.G. Wells was charming and whatnot. But he's no um Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, oh, Malcolm McDowell. You can't out McDowell McDowell. Yeah, the old movie had M- Malcolm McDowell, David Warner, Mary Steinberger. It was it was a forgettable movie, <laughs> but it was a neat premise. It came out in seventy nine, you know, the years of like waiting for Star Wars. And- that was the year that I came out. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah, because you're very old. <laughs> yes. Because you're from the 70s. Yes. Ew. Ew. Like Ew. bell bottom. I know. <laughs> like Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were the year of, uh, I was the year of Indiana Jones. 
No. Um, no, I was actually the year of Indiana Jones. It was 1981. That was the year of Empire Strikes Back. 1980. Yep. 1980. The best of all birth years. Ooh. Empire Strikes Back, ACDC, Back in Black. Come on. What else do you need? Me. Fantastic year. It's an amazing year. It was the last good yeah. year in existence. Uh, that that <laughs> doesn't sound right. Indiana Jones wasn't That's out true. yet. Indiana Jones is pretty awesome. And neither were my kids. Those were solid years, too. Okay, well, I guess the, the notion of this episode was generally to catch up um, on what we have all been doing. And given that we are the three of us, all geeks who have children, I guess we can kind of take it as a given that we've all been quite deep in the parenting responsibilities. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It is the season for children with illnesses. My whole family currently has some form of the plague or another. So it's, it's, it's been a fun, oh, draining experience oh. for the last few weeks. But... Well, what was it? What was it? It's been all sorts of different things. Like Mar- Mara had this weird... She had a super high fever and... She felt kind of dizzy and listless, but then the teething, she seemed kind of fine. My wife's had some tummy issues. The baby's, we think the baby's teething. Like Tally is at that point, her gums are all white. And oh, she's just, dude. Oh, battling sleep. Like there's no, no tomorrow. My angelic wife is dealing with most of that because I have to get up and go to work in the morning. But uh, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. Lots of fun. I'm currently. I'm currently dealing with a probable sinus infection. So I can't even get drunk when I'm on the because of antibiotics. So yeah. How about you, Eric? Um yeah, I've been I've we've all been sick. Um plus uh I'm doing I'm working on a magazine at work and uh doing all the promo stuff for this, which is exhausting. Uh um, I'm trying to organize like a new another podcast that's for work, and I'm helping like two other people start a podcast, and it's sort of it's sort of uh been well, it, it, it's it's rough when I'm trying to organize like fifteen people. Um, uh, yeah, yes, yes, so. It's been it's been very, uh, what's the word? It's been exhausting and sort of frustrating, and you know, but but paying off like you've on the promo side at least you've it's borne fruit, which is awesome. I guess it's it'd be nice if I like I would love to get back to people faster, but um, like I'm I'm being pulled in too many directions, and it's. I understand that strain. I've been it's at, not good. at work recently. I've opted to scrap my um, take work email and all those kind of things off my phone because it was just I'd be sitting upstairs ready to fall asleep at 1130 at night. And I got clients and so forth texting and email like email just all over the place. And it's, it is not worth it. You can't take it home with me anymore. So that and. Uh, I don't even, I don't have the option to not take it home with me, (laughs) unfortunately. It's like, uh, it's constant. It's just, 
No, my work stuff's ramping up too. Um, once uh, I go back on Monday into term three, and I'm running a drama club, which should be pretty awesome. I haven't done anything like that uh, since I was teaching high school many years ago. So it's exciting, but there's lots of lots of work and stuff that goes into it. Yeah, I forgot that I was in a show, and I'm currently in a show. I'm producing and planning a show for the summer and a concert in the fall and a show in the spring. So You don't believe in free time, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, well uh this was this is supposed to be my free time. Oh. Uh, it's, it's actually my sister's birthday and it was Megan's birthday on Wednesday. So, but I I ended up scrapping my today plans for podcasting. Uh with my sister. Oh, dude. So, yeah. Man, I wish I had a better podcast planned for you. Well, we did. <laughs> uh, there was a plan. It was it just didn't happen unfortunately. Yeah. But, oh, jeez. Um also Wednesday was Megan's birthday and we were at court for like 5 hours or something, 5 or 6 hours. You were in court? Yeah, we were in court. Um You had to prove it was her birthday? No, we were in court because of a bylaw at um, in Guelph where we can't park side by side in our driveway because it's wider than our garage. Um, so we were in court for from 10 till about one fifteen. Wait, no, before 10 a.m. Three or four hours. Um, and uh, we ended up paying $500 in fines, $115 in court fees, and $140 in stuff to put on our driveway because you parked side by each yep what so you're not allowed to do this in guelph apparently not if your driveway is wider than your garage so but wait 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 so you've got it's paved like you're not parking on your lawn or anything nope we're not parking on the lawn so you're parking on driveway that you own on the property that is yours. Yep. Yes. This has been a very for parking side by each. They're charging you like eight hundred bucks, basically. Yeah. All yeah, full. something like that. So yeah, this week has been very frustrating for me. Uh, and then for like we got served our papers about a month ago, so we've had to deal with that for a month. Oh, that sucks. Wow. Yep. So. You know, <laughs> why? That's why you got to move out in the middle of nowhere, like where I live. They'll let you park, you know, RVs on the front lawn. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> no, no, apparently no. <laughs> that's uh, we're like that's a network amazing. of spies, man. We can keep things on the down low. So that mm, I, I don't believe you, but <laughs> yeah, yeah I love you like a brother. No offense. Worst spy ever. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got sweet spy logos for my car and stuff. If Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. taught me anything, it's that being a spy is about putting your logo on everything. If Agents of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Told, told you anything, it's that uh, you can go for five seasons without having any real plot. Yeah, I stopped after season two. I don't even remember what season two was. I've never yeah. even seen the show. Uh, season two was the um, season two was the tie into Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, that was all right actually. Yeah, it was pretty good. Like uh, Agent Ward flipped, and like uh, there was a a silent um, 
Nick Fury cameo because they couldn't afford to have him on camera and talk. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. But uh, there were some good performances in it, and the the story was really good, though really Agent Carter is probably the best thing that that series did in its tenure. I think this is the end this season. Yeah. Yeah, they're aiming for this to be the end. But it could be worse. It could be Jessica Jones season two. I just finished it, and I liked it a lot. It's so boring. I don't... I don't I'm three seasons I've three episodes in and I don't want to finish it. That's bad. Really? Again, I haven't watched it because I got so annoyed with the first season and I like I love the first season. So that's even worse. See, what I liked about the first season was I really liked the villain, David Tennant. It was David Tennant, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was amazing, but I couldn't stand Jessica. She drove me crazy. I hated the constant yeah. mopiness without any growth of mopiness. And she does, I think she does quite a bit, bit better in this. They give her a little bit more internal monologue. So when she's mopey, at least you know where she's coming from. And she does demonstrate a little bit more range throughout the season. But the, the B plots were so much stronger in this season. There's a. Patricia's horrible. She's horrible. Ah, uh, watch past season three it or episode three rather like it i i I, uh. see i could or i can like watch something better like rise i do not know this rise rise is um rise is a tv show by jason cadam who uh created parenthood and friday night lights it premiered two weeks ago and it stars um ted from how i met your mother i don't remember his name um and also, yeah, and also uh, Rosie Perez. It's set in the Mideast, nah, the Midwest. <laughs> the Midwest is very different than the Middle East. I think, uh, no, I said the Mideast, like as in like Mideast uh, US. Oh. I think it's the Midwest, actually. Um, it's uh, set, in, uh, set in high school. It's about this teacher who decides to take over the drama program because um, the drama lead... Uh, drama teacher left. Mark, you'll love it. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's based on a true story. Have you have you have you seen Parenthood and have you seen Friday Night Lights? If you no, like either of those shows, you'll like no. this show. Oh damn! I need to watch it now. We loved Parenthood. We watched every episode of that thing repeatedly. So Ted, I don't remember his name on the show. I'm just gonna call him Ted because he's Ted from How I Met Your Mother. So Ted is they're they're gonna put on a musical. They're gonna go for a traditional crappy one and ted's like no we should do something provocative something you know that stimulates the children the students and like you know it teaches them something so he tries to do spring awakening and you know the school boards against it and whatnot and it's his fight against you know football and cool it reminds me of the first season of glee kind of yeah it's glee but serious and you know well sung <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the um the the main student that's a girl is um the girl who played Moana. Really? Uh, that's yeah. a huge and, get. Uh, like she was great in that movie. Mm-hmm. And uh it's a really good show. It's like Parenthood. It'll try and make you cry every episode. Oh so, it'll probably work on us then. It's true. Megan almost cried in the first episode. It didn't get me, but I loved it. Um and now I'm drinking non alcoholic beer. What? Why why are you drinking non alcoholic yeah. beer? I know it's very sad. 
it, it's it's on my desk, and I thought it was actual beer. Oh, I, that's I, that's, oh, that's I, the I worst. I can't even drink alcoholic beer. But now it's open, so it's a Heineken. Oh Lord, it's a Heineken, so it, it actually tastes pretty good. So oh. it's just no alcohol. I have finished my Guinness, and the next oh, Guinness is far I away from me. I'm supposed to see my cousin on Tuesday because he's going to be here from the UK, and I can't drink. That's problematic. That's, uh, <laughs> that's okay. Just give him scotch eggs. He'll be fine. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm seeing a lot of families soon, too. Um, Passover and Good Friday start, like, on the oh, same wow. day this year. So I get to see all of my family from both my side and side that's in awesome. the same, like, 48 hours. Yeah, we're doing that, too. But um, Friday to Sunday. It's going to be amazing. We also get free games next week for uh, PlayStation. Oh, no, wait. That's the week after. Never mind. Aw. I'm really enjoying the one. I'm really enjoying um, Rhyme. Ugh. Yeah. It's it's like a, it's like a lame uh, Zelda. Yeah. I played. I streamed it on. Um, I streamed it off my PC last year um, on Twitch. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. I don't quite understand it, um, but it's, it's yeah. pretty. It looks like. Um, it reminds me of Mist, kind of. From like the the old old mist M Y S T, yeah, I, I I can see that it's it. You're solving puzzles and there's no fighting. Wait, is rhyme? Yeah, it looks like Zelda, but no fighting. That's what I meant. Is that. rhyme the one that the box or the like sales image looks? It's like a big cliffy island thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Lots of light blues. Yeah, and that doesn't change for the whole game. <laughs> that might get wearying. That's a lie. There, there, there's there's some like desert areas. But I'm thinking of keeping it around for when the, the kids are older. Like it's one of the few PS4 games I can think of that don't have blood all over everything. You know, you know, we should get them, get them witness, get them the witness. Um, it's a game that's actually on sale and there's a 20% off coupon for Easter. So it's a giant uh, 3D. Puzzle oh, it looks game. really pretty. Like lots of bright, like lots of bright colors and stuff. The witness, it's got like this island, and it's just covered in really bright colors. Yeah, yeah, both. Looks like a mountain or something. It's it's, it's a it's amazing. And the oh oh, is one of the puzzles a manhole, and it takes you one whole season to open it, and then another whole season to walk down the ladder. That didn't happen in Lost. They went down the ladder pretty much immediately in season two. After they spent all of season huh. one trying to open the manhole. Yeah. That's fair. It was a puzzle. I really like that show. I don't mean and to they, dump on it so much. Yeah, I watch it uh, every year. The whole still. Thing. Uh, I didn't watch it last year because it's um, <laughs> busy. But yeah. this year I'll do. I it. used to do that with Babylon Five, and that's uh, I stopped doing that about oh how old is number one? About six years ago. I uh, I actually was at a party. I guess two. Let's see what was last week. It was last week when I recorded the thing. Probably about two weeks ago, um, I was at a party and we were talking. I was I was talking to these two random guys about Star Wars, and we ended up talking about Babylon Five for like half an hour. I was like, I don't know anything about it, so they kept they tried to convince me to watch it. They're right. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, people <laughs> people have been doing this for years, and they're like, yeah, I know it's hard to get back into it with uh, the CG. I'm like. I know he's like, but they they said the same thing you did. They're like, just just skip the first season and just no, go they're not watch, wrong. You have to watch the first season. Yeah, we also had penance. 
No, it's penance. You watch the first season, and then you get like a release when you watch the second. Season. Yeah, see that that sounds like work, and I don't want to. No, it's it's so worth it. Okay, Eric. Once I'm done on my stupid antibiotics, mm-hmm. one one weekend we can have Meg and the kids and my wife and our kids all chill at one place and hang out. And you and I can like get some chicken wings, mm-hmm. a case of beer. We'll sit down and we'll go yeah. through Babylon Five. Yeah, we could do that, or we can season. you know get chicken wings and uh, you know go and use all these free passes that I keep getting for things. <laughs> yeah. I'm terrified to watch it again. That's valid. Actually, I'm really afraid now that it won't hold up for me either. I know there's great stuff in it. Yeah. I rewatched fair. a bunch of it like six months ago. It's worth it. Okay, cool. It's the, the CGI is painful, but I mean, they were trying to do something that nobody had done on TV. Dude, they rendered the first season. They rendered the first season on Amiga's. Yes, and it looks when like you it. think about it, when you think about it, any comparative TV show at the time, like Star Trek at the time, would have two ships that they would never show on screen at the same time that were theoretically fighting each other, and all it would be would be like uh, bridge rock scenes, like when they shake the camera, so it looks like the bridge is being shaken through from an attack. Meanwhile, Babylon Five is trying to have actual little spaceships flying around shooting at each other in space. It was totally never done before in TV. They did. Uh, they were the first TV show to prominently feature like the follow cam kind of like they had a virtual camera following a ship through space, which really yeah. gave more of it gave you more of a like a 3D sense of what was yeah. happening. The battles in in the comparable seasons of Star Trek were really static. Yeah, like by comparison and very boring. That, I mean, the individual models in still probably look better, but this in motion, it's nowhere near as like exciting. This is a conversation that I've heard from you guys, <laughs> and I'm sure our listeners have. Keep going. I don't want to talk about Babylon 5 anymore. <laughs> Wait, how, how do you guys uh, feel about VR? Have you guys ever done it? Done what? VR. VR. I'm kind of, it sounds terrible. I'm kind of scared of it because I get um, pretty bad motion sickness. Mm, that's, what I was, I, that's what I was wondering if you guys get motion sickness in general. I've had a couple. Um, I do not in general. That it can be pretty bad if you, VR can be pretty bad if you get motion sickness. Yeah, I get vertigo and all kinds of stuff. So I have to be careful with that. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to try it. It just means I'm going to have a oh. bucket near me and soft things I can fall on when I did. <laughs> oh, yeah, because um, we've been invited to a VR like battleground thing. I don't know. It's like a VR park or something. <gasps> so, I may so, need to check that um, out. This you is when we go and get struck by lightning and pulled into the game, and we get to live the crazy Tron-esque <laughs> adventure that we were born for. Well, you know how much I love Tron, and maybe I'll watch Tron later tonight. But uh, You know who's in Tron? Uh, Bruce Boxleitner. Of Babylon Five, yes, I, I have. I am aware of Bruce Boxleiter, and you know who else is in Babylon Tron? 5. Peter Jurassic of Babylon Five. Uh, I'm pretty really? sure Peter. I'm pretty sure Peter Jurassic's not in uh, Tron Legacy, which is what I would be watching. Not in Tron Legacy, no, 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 he's not. Because he's, he's pretty sure he's dead. Is he not? <laughs> uh, no, no, Peter Jurassic's still alive. It was um, Andreas Katsoulis who who passed away. Shakar, my favorite character. 
not the one that Spears constantly imitates. Yeah. You know who else is dead? Babylon 5. Move on. <laughs> oh, my heart. Oh, by the way, if you guys want to see uh, Avengers on opening night, you have to buy your tickets now. I bought my tickets and like a third of the theater was gone. Yeah, I, I am. Man, I just watched Ragnarok yesterday. I really enjoyed it. It, it was fun. It's funny. Is it, it out on like PlayStation Store or anything now? Is that or is it Sega? Sorry, what was that? Thor Ragnarok. Is it out on PlayStation Store or do you? Yes. Use- yeah, it's on. It's been on Blu-ray and digital for a while. Don't okay. get on the Blu-ray. Don't get it on. Um, no, I'll, I'll do the rent. I'm not going to buy it right now. Yeah, it's worth a watch, but I don't. It's not. I don't think it's at the same level as something like Winter Soldier or anything. It's it's in my top ten, I think. I think, you know, I think it was just a little bit too jokey for me. Yeah, I'd rather that than, you know, Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 3. Yeah, and it's definitely much, I enjoyed it more than either of the previous Thors. Yes. I like the way that it leaned into the really weird looking like Jack Kirby stuff. Its visual design is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the way that Korg became a punchline. Korg kind of the big rock is just guy. amazing. He's he, amazing. He's funny, but that's not... It's a big departure from the way he is in the comic. Yeah, that's fair. And the way he is in the comic becomes significant to Hulk. If they choose yeah. to do the World War Hulk storyline at any point. I doubt it. Yeah, and in fairness, that doesn't look like where this, they're going. This, this is No, this, is, this was their... Um, compromise to doing a world war hulk this was their planet hulk they could still do a sorry planet hulk yeah you're right um my bad i mean the two stories in the comics uh feed into each other pretty directly but you could still manage a world war hulk later on they they can't because they won't get the rights to do an individual hulk film right it doesn't have to be an individual hulk film though it's just (laughs) where hulk's the antagonist yeah then you know they're they're killing like a third of the avengers so, you know, yeah, I can see that there's a way to get to it in the next phase if they really want to. They really won't. Yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 they're moving away from like this core set of Avengers, right? They're, they're doing the, the turnover. Yeah, there's lots of other stories they could probably tell first hmm. before they They'll probably who knows? They might even switch Hulks, right? Who knows yeah. how long Ruffalo's going to be there. It could be Red Hulk or God, I hope not Red Hulk. I, um, yeah. I'm hoping for, you know, what's his name? Um, Cho. Amadeus Cho? Yeah. I was like, what was his first name? I was like, Wolfgang? No, it's Mozart something. Amadeus. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he's good. Amadeus. His time as Hulk in the comics is just about coming to an end, though. Yeah. So it would be a good time to bring him into the movies. I'm surprised they haven't. Have they Easter egged him? Nope, they have not. Um, it's it's too, you know. Well, the one thing that I did like about Ragnarok is it seems like they're taking like older stories and newer stories and kind of folding them together. Mm-hmm. Like the the premise of uh, is of in Ragnarok is less World War Hulk and more Contest of Champions, which was like a yeah. um, like an '80s story that was like the precursor to Secret Wars. Well, I feel like they're at this point where they're going to try and take the best hits of everything because they know that they're not going to keep their their original people. And 
they don't want to like recast. So they want to get the stories that they, they want to do with those people. Like we're not going to see any good cap stories after Avengers infinity war. Cause he's obviously going to die. So <laughs> <laughs> it does seem pretty likely. Well, you know, it, it helps with his uh, recent in, uh, Chris Evans recent interview where he's like, yep, this uh, fall I'm doing some reshoots and then I'm done. Yeah, I have no interest yeah. in playing Captain America anymore. <laughs> yep. Basically. Oh, OK, then. Hmm. Well, well, I guess I mean, the, yeah. his headline quote, I thought was really good. The one about um, how it's better to get off the bus before you're pushed off. Mm-hmm. I think he's taking the Seinfeld approach. He's quitting while he's ahead, and that's a good way to go. And it could be worse. It could be like having a superhero film where you don't even see the main character until the end of the movie, like Venom. Ugh. I, you know, I can see why they're doing it. Creatively and budgetarily, there's probably good reasons to save Jaws for the final reel. No. <laughs> but Venom is not Jaws. No, you're right. <laughs> Everyone's there to see Venom. Um, yeah. So, oh yeah. By the way, this is the catch-up episode. How you doing, Spears? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I grew a beard. I shaved mine. We traded. <laughs> like I know, literally, like a real beard or a yep, beard? an actual beard made of human hair that I grew on my face. How patchy is it? Not at all. It is thick and lustrous and piratey. Okay, next, how li- next how much, question. How much lying are you doing? Next question. How much were the testosterone pills? They were affordable because I live in Canada. <laughs> mm. No, no testosterone pills involved. Just like just shaving just and not shaving. Old, old, old man stress is doing it. There, there is a disturbing amount of white in it, though, which I was <laughs> not prepared for. Remember, well, you were in the seventies, so yeah. I was just gonna say you were born in the seventies. It's uh, yep, it's understandable. I like it though. It's a constant daily reminder of my mortality. I got nothing. (laughs) No, no. Eighties young. What nerdy things have you been up to? Nerdy things, eh? Nerdy things. Which one? Um, Either of you? Is it Battlefront? Because that's what I've been doing. That that's a waste of your time. But it's a fun waste of my time. No, it's not. Well, I, you, you should know, play Warframe, I, man. I enjoyed it under the old advancement system. I still had fun playing, you know, mm. but I've always been at peace with like knowing I'm probably not going to be a top-tier player and to just kind of run around blowing stuff up in the world of Star Wars. I think the game succeeds at that admirably. I think that if they're going to keep on making us do all this random crap for skins that they gave us in the first game for free, I might as well get a reach around, right? Because I don't want to just get screwed. No, that's in the options menu. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just pictured a pack of star cards full of, like, Johnson & Johnson's Vaseline or something. (laughs) You know what? That would be way more considerate than what they've been doing. Yeah, it's, Um, it's like... Did you see that? So, so Steve um, saved a hundred and one um, crates, and he opened them the day before the um, the uh, the big reset. And out of those a hundred and one uh, crates, he got two hundred and forty duplicates. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Poor guy! Right? Like, 
What a waste of time. I don't feel like I got that many dupes, but I didn't keep track. I remember we did because because he streamed it and I was counting <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is taking forever. I I remember the one one day I played it. I did a bunch of the like special achievement things that gave you crates, and I opened like six or seven crates all at once, and I got like three thousand credits because of duplicate things. You know what I mean, like. I didn't really get any new cards to play with or to like Mm -hmm. upgun my ships or soldiers or whatever. I just got a whole bunch of credits because, because everything, and I don't have that many, like I'm not that high level. I don't have that many of the star cards. So it's like constantly repeating, getting the same crap over and over and over and over and over again, despite the fact that I don't have a lot of it. It's kind of like you guys should kind of like buying magic yeah. cards right now, where you open ten packs and you get four of the same junk rare. It's not good. Well, that sounds like me opening that, magic cards. That sounds like everyone opening magic Any cards. Kind of from what I hear, they're <laughs> yeah. terrible. You know? Do you guys know what Warframe is? I've heard of Warframe. I haven't played it though. So it's a free game. It's set in space. It's third person. You play a space ninja, and you go around killing things. Huh. And you play for free. And you can play with your friends. And if you join my dojo, which is Steve's dojo, we can help you get better things. And it's free. Are there lightsabers? There are laser swords. No, don't Um, call them that. It hurts my soul. Are there space bears? No, no. no. Let let me rephrase uh, laser swords. Because they are swords that have metal, but lasers around the metal. They also have heat swords where they have like heat like on the side. So you can cause heat damage or poison and stuff. Okay, is there any part in the game where you have to milk a walrus boob? No, this isn't new Star Wars, which is... And I'm not interested. (laughs) Have you read... Have you heard about the novelization of... uh, (laughs) <laughs> the last jedi and how much they cut out of the yeah movie. yeah i heard yeah. Of that han's funeral is in the novel that would have been and uh there's a bunch of you know they they sort of remembered him at the end of the movie yeah it does um there's this there's this image there's this image that i'm gonna send to you guys on uh zencaster and i saw it on reddit today and it made me sad because <laughs> the caption was disney this is what we've this is all we wanted um, um, from signed the fans here. Let me find it. There this is suspense. I'm feeling. Um, did you guys see um, the solo trailer that they cut to the Beastie Boys though? The what? Did you see the trailer for Solo? But then someone took it and yeah, got yeah. it to uh, sabotage. By the Beastie yeah. Oh, yeah. Because everything works better movie. with sabotage. <laughs> that was awesome. Okay, this is. Uh, this is the picture. I'm uploading it right now to Slack. And it is there. Okay, I gotta go to the Yeah, see I gotta oh, go to the Slack. other Aww. Just put it on your phone, man. <laughs> and the That is all we wanted. <laughs> so, so this so for our listeners who can't see our uh, internet. It's it's Chewbacca, Han Solo, and Luke Skywalker together in a picture. Um and it looks like they're gonna throw <laughs> down. Yeah, and that's really all we that wanted. That is all we wanted, um, and they've screwed it all up and yep. made it something terrible, which well, it should never be. 
Yeah, there's there's so many that. things going around. Well, like, did you hear? There's there's so many things going on about uh, Star Wars right now. Like, there's the whole reasoning why Garrett, not Garrett, who got fired from Episode Nine, Trevor Trevor Steve, yeah, Trevor Steve Trevor No, Colin Trevor That's it. Yeah, Colin Trevor yeah. So the 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 current um thing from Insiders is that he got fired because he was trying to convince Ryan Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy not to kill Luke Skywalker. Because he wanted him to walk away into the sunset at the end of his ninth movie. Huh. huh. See, I watched Book and of Henry, he and I would have fired him immediately after that. Yeah, and I watched Last Jedi, and I would have fired Ryan Johnson instead of giving him a trilogy. Last Jedi <laughs> was pretty bad. I enjoyed it. Well, we don't... We don't no, Spears... We don't yeah, need to get into it, to because we, we, we spent a we whole episode. Um, but like, did you read Aftermath, Eric? What did you think of it? It was all right. Um, it all felt like they were trying to um, piece together what uh, a movie was going to. Yeah. Like, it's like they had episode seven and they're like, okay, piece everything that happens before that. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't think they didn't write episode seven with all of this in mind. You There's know what I mean? Some- like the whole thing about forest trees and, and like, yeah. Um, there's also some and really how Luke, Luke's buddies. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck Chuck Wendig is not a great like writer. There's the part where um, um, I'm only in the first book right now, but there's the part where the former Imperial guy. Which one's the first one? It's not Empire. No, it's just called Aftermath. Yeah, it's where they're all on. It's not Empire. No, End, that's right? the last one. It's okay. the first one is. I think it's just called Aftermath. Then, Aftermath. Then um, Life Dead or whatever. Then, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so the the Imperial guy in who's like helping Sorry, them. Sorry, which one? The, the former okay, Imperial, yeah, yeah. the one who like decided to switch sides. And there's ben? this part. They yeah. have this like weird relationship part between him and the bounty hunter girl, but there is no build up to at all, mm-hmm. and. It's yep. basically like there's zero build up, and then he's like, "No, I'm gay," and she's like, "Oh, weird." And then, and I'm like, "What was the whole part of that? Why was that even in there?" It, it's really weird. Like Star Wars is in a weird place right now, um, because there's so much of it, and I feel like there's this Star Wars fatigue that's settling in. I never like, imagined that that could happen. Yeah, I never imagined that I would be saying that. <laughs> Like I have a I have a stormtrooper helmet to my right, lightsaber in front of me, and like all of these little Star Wars things all over my my room, right? And even I'm like I'm not excited for Han Solo, and I feel like that movie should be something I'm excited about. <laughs> if if they announce a Obi Wan movie, I will be excited because you and McGregor, you know. But if um, they announce an Obi Wan movie I'm, that has you and McGregor in it. You know yeah, exactly. I mean? like, I, if they announce one that has some random other guy playing Obi-Wan Kenobi whom we've never heard of, I think we would the all... The internet mad. will explode. Yeah, we would all yeah. lose our, our minds, in all honesty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not excited for episode 9, and I never thought I'd say that. Nope, I don't care. Like, At this point, like, I'm beginning to think that having the original cast in episode 7, 8, and 9 at all was a mistake. See... 
I think that they're misused. Like, if I think I, I would have, it's gonna be. A, I think I would have rather had anthol- an anthology movie that was like the last ride of the original cast. Like, do a Logan kind see, of thing. Like, that that that's not that's not what the episodes are about. The episodes are about like the the Skywalker clan. Well, see, like, that's they needed it. To that's go, it. I they, think they needed to go. Uh, they need to go out in seven. If they were gonna do that. Make them all show up in seven. Make them all go out in seven. Nah, I have think Luke come back as a ghost for eight and nine. In hindsight, right? Like you get rid of everyone but Luke, so that Luke can pass on his grandfatherly wisdom to the next Skywalker or whoever, yeah. and yeah. then have that Skywalker carry the series forward. Because that, like mm-hmm. the, it would continue the generational pattern from the prequels to the original, which is what. That's what George said. Like yeah. the episodes are supposed to be about the Skywalkers, and yeah. even Kathleen Kennedy said that when they first did episode seven. And uh, they seem to have changed their mind. You know, well, I don't think so. If if Kylo Ren is the the central figure, then he's still a Skywalker, and it's still following yeah. by blood, the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I can't I can't say anything until I see episode nine. Maybe J.J. Abrams will redeem episode eight and seven but i didn't like seven i didn't uh well i thought seven was mediocre or all right i guess and i think last jedi was meh i think both of you can remember me me saying after seven that for a lot of how good seven was was going to depend on what they did in eight for me and Mm -hmm. seven ended up being pretty bad (laughs) like yeah it was just like if they had done something with anybody and they didn't, mm. there was no progression for Finn. The speaking of Finn, remind, remind me this after you anyway, keep going. <laughs> remind Eric Sorry. about Finn. Like they, they just didn't progress anybody. And it just seemed like such, huh? Let's talk about uh, something. Uh, I, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Ray progressed. And I think, I think the Ray Kylo did thing as well. got better. But that was. Yeah. I, I really better. enjoyed them in last. Everything summer. else was yeah. bad. They were the only. I enjoyed Hamill's performance. I didn't. Yeah, I thought. I thought his performance was fine. I didn't like what they did with. I the thought game. he looked like. Anyway, let's not talk about Star Wars because it's making me sad. Yeah. Well, that's one of the geeky let's things stop. that I've been doing. I've been thinking about it a lot. Like as I've been playing Battlefront. Like between the See, EA kerfuffle and the and the Last Jedi kerfuffles, like it's really made me question like what. What Star Wars am I interested in? As that picture says, like, what do I want to see? And Mm. I don't know if I wanted to see the stars from the original trilogy trotted out again more than I wanted to see a well-constructed and interesting story building on the ideas of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I would... There's there's something weird about, like, how... So Star Wars is supposed to be about hope. It's supposed to be like this thing that brings us joy and like um, George Lucas want, modeled it after old B like sci-fi and it's it's supposed to like bring us wonder. Yeah, that's what it's it, that's that's why he made it. He made it for children. Right. Um, and nothing from the new trilogy has done that for me. It it doesn't feel like it all. Honest, it doesn't feel like a rompous adventure. In all honesty. Right. But what I'm a lot more likely to go and rewatch the prequels than I am this new trilogy. See, at least the prequels uh. had a, there was a purpose. Like it was going towards something. None of these movies feel like they're 
moving towards. They something. had uh, um, interesting bad guys. They had space fights. They had real Jedi's. They had like they had Star Wars. The last two movies or the last two yeah. saga movies didn't have real Star Wars. It it didn't feel it didn't feel like Star Wars. Rogue One felt like Star yes, Wars. Yes, it did. Even it though felt it was like a darker Star Wars, but it felt like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Finn, back to Finn. I saw Pacific Rim today. Oh, how was that? Um, um <laughs> it was fun. I like, like you didn't the, say it was good. You said it was fun. Well, it it it's it's weird. Like, um, they didn't mention anything about Charlie Hunnam's character at all. Huh. Um, and you you'd feel like a hero of the last movie would have at least had a memorial up somewhere if he died. Yeah. And isn't <laughs> Finn like piloting his mech? Not really. So this movie takes place 10 years later. So he has an uh, an advanced version of Gypsy Danger. Oh, okay. It's called Gypsy Avenger. So it's a new machine um, entirely. As far as I can tell, yes. They didn't really go into it. Um it was a good movie. I thought it was fun. Um uh charlie day was fantastic no ron perlman so oh, boo. you know what I, I can't i can't say it was amazing because no ron perlman man they totally did it they did it uh an after credit scene just to establish that ron perlman was viable for the next movie yep um the cool thing was is that they took a lot of what that end scene sort of you know foreshadowed for this one I can't really go into it more, but it's a, it was it was a fun movie. I liked it. I saw it in IMAX 3D. Cool. So Eric recommends. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, I I recommend Tomb Raider more because Tomb Raider was amazing. Really? I want to see that. Yeah, so bad. I loved it. Did you play the reboot game from 2013? I have played every Tomb Raider. You're going to like this movie. Awesome. (laughs) Really, I keep seeing articles saying like it gets something about the mythos wrong, like one of the core ideas. I don't read the articles and I haven't played Tomb Raider, so enlighten me. So, you know how Tomb Raider is more, has a lot of a magical element, right? So the first game, you had uh, Himiko who can control the weather or the elements and stuff, and that's why they got stuck on the island. Um, The second one was about the prophet who was this guy who well i don't want to it's it's a two-year-old game i'll ruin it yeah you can spoil it uh, it's, a, it's a guy who um who sort of lived forever he was from the time of like jesus yeah. so um he sort of lived forward and you know um and he was helping people anyway so this one this tomb raider movie was more grounded they took the the idea that myths come from a place of truth so while she's like discovering stuff, there is truth behind those myths that she has read about. And I know that people wanted more of the magical element, but I didn't mind that they grounded it more. Do you think they're building towards including more of the like mystical magic stuff? Or do you think they're, you know, I I really don't care if they do or not. Like what they have, they have um, Alicia Vikander playing laura as someone who's realistic like she feels real she doesn't feel like a superhero although she does get beat up quite a bit and i'm pretty sure that she probably would have died a number of times there but you know 
suspense of disbelief. Yeah. yeah. Well, she, she's got the John McClane virus. She regenerates super fast, falls, don't yeah. hurt her, that sort of thing. Well, she does get sewn up a bit and like stuff. She does get hurt. Um, it's, it's, it's really, I know a lot of people were saying that it's very much like, uh, Last Crusade because they have the whole, the whole, the, the third act is all set in a tomb. But how are you going to do a Tomb Raider movie without going in a tomb? So, was that a complaint people were making? Yeah. yeah. They're like, this is, this feels like, this feels, <laughs> this feels like Last Crusade. I'm like, what, what did you want? <laughs> She has to go into a tomb and solve puzzles. It's what she does. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like there's an overabundance of movies that are like The Last Crusade. It's, it's true. Um, she's she's phenomenal. Like, I can't remember the last time I saw a good, like, walking through a ruin, disarming traps and fighting monsters. Mm-hmm. They changed some mythos with her dad. Um, but what they did was fine. All the Trinity stuff was fantastic from the games. Um I loved it. I think Alicia Vikander is amazing. And I hope it cool. does well. Aww. No, that's that was Go on my it. list of uh huh. my list of movies that I really need to see this year is not nearly as long as it usually is. I'm kind of suffering from comic book movie overload. And yep. so Black Panther was yeah, good. Black so. Panther when it comes out on video. The only one that I have slated to see in the theater right now is Deadpool. Oh, did you see the trailer Deadpool. for Deadpool? Yeah. Oh, I just I watched it at work yesterday. You better. I posted it on our Facebook so page, www.facebook.com slash Geeks with Kids Podcast. Yep, I, I know it's in all of your feeds today. already. <laughs> but um yeah, no, Tomb Raider was another one on that list because I was really curious to see and I'm really glad to hear that it didn't suck. Yeah. I don't I like I, I assume people won't like it. I'm sure it's not for everyone, but I liked it. It pretty much followed a lot of the first game's nice. uh, premise. Oh. I thought I thought the a lot of not, not everything fantastic close. Too. And I've been a fan of yeah, um Tomb Raider since pretty much the beginning. But like really the last three they did on PS3. So it'd be like Underworld, those ones, and the newest two were my favorite. So, yeah, yeah. It actually, the movie made me rebuy the games. (laughs) Mission accomplished, movie. So I, so I'm playing it again on my PC right now. And they're still like, they're still good games. Like the, the first one is five years old, and the other one's two years old now. Huh. So, yeah. I heard a little like rumor the other day about the possible um uncharted game or uncharted movie um the one that's in development with tom holland is he is he actually that's who's actually going to be playing it Uh, yeah yeah he's playing spider drake Drake. okay cool spider drake i don't know tom holland i see i'm fine with that if they're doing a young drake and sully thing because at least that means that we're not going to get a rehashed uncharted one uh or that you know, might two work or three we'll see i don't know but if you were making the movie with maybe nathan fillion nathan fillion who yeah apparently there's rumors that that's who they actually designed nathan drake after yeah, yeah. i don't doubt that i would have i can ask the I can ask the community manager. I'm friends with her. Cool. That'd be cool. Those are amazing games as well. 
How did we get on movies? This? I don't know. We were oh, just talking Finn. about our general. Like, <laughs> yeah, Finn. That all came from Pacific Rim somehow. <laughs> Spears, you're the host, man. You haven't talked in like this whole. Like I can see yeah. it, that line. It it's been minutes. Um, no, I've never like I don't have much to contribute on Tomb Raider or uh, Uncharted, though I believe you that they're both excellent. Um, what else? I mean, I'd let you borrow them, but no. It's honestly <laughs> nice to hear that they're advancing on a Naughty Dog property, though. For a movie, it gives me hope that one day they'll get to a Last of Us uh, film. So Neil Druckmann talked about this. Uh, recently and he was saying how when he so it's in a state of limbo right now he has finished the the script it's pretty much the first game and uh so this this came out of the talk with um about the uncharted movie he doesn't like it he doesn't like the script because it's pretty much the first game and it's hard to separate joel and ellie from um the actors who play them in the game So he he liked the idea that with Uncharted, they're actually going for stories that they haven't done and younger because it's a whole new arena mm-hmm. for them, right? It's, there's, there's no preconceived notions. And he's like, maybe we'll, we'll have to revisit. If we revisit the Last of Us movie, it, maybe it'll be in that world, but not with Joel and Ellie. Which seems weird to me because so much of The Last of Us is that relationship, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Couldn't agree more. Neil Druckmann. And Neil Druckmann got um, promoted to like VP of that company. So good. Yay! Go, Neil, go. I'm so pumped for Last of Us 2. I watched the, uh, I know the trailers have been out for months now, but I watch them at least once a week. I hope that it comes out next year. And I hope. And I really hope that they don't de- delay it for PS5, <sighs> which, you know, we'll probably see probably a prototype this year or next because we're at that. Point. When did the PS4 come out? I feel like it was yesterday. <laughs> five years ago. Man. Five years ago? That's wow. the being old because It's five years because that's it was the year that I got married because I had it as a... Um, it was on your registry? Yeah. No, no, it was not on my registry. It was on the um, it was a prize we gave at oh, our cool. stake and <laughs> and then that person gave it to us. So my PS4 is the prize that I Aww, <laughs> gave. It's a nice story. Does it have a name? It is. Maybe I'll get a uh, my PS4. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. <laughs> no, no, it's called my PS4. That's it. That's the name. Cool. My PS4. It's like naming your dog dog or something. Mm-hmm. Or naming your kid Obi Wan movie starring you and if it Rider. guaranteed that such a movie would come to pass, would you do it? <laughs> <laughs> no, because my wife would kill me. What if she understood? Um, she likes you and McGregor. Does she? I'm trying to get her to watch The Greatest Showman. Speaking of you and McGregor, he's a good singer, and um, uh, The Greatest Showman I just saw today, or yeah, today and. It's amazing. <laughs> and it reminded me of Moulin Rouge. This is where my, my thought process was going. Also, go watch The Greatest Mark, Show. Mark, you'll love it's it. It's a good movie. It's a musical. Yeah, it you'll love right it. right up my alley. It's, a, it, it's about P.T. Barnum. That's why is I that might helping? actually watch it, because I'm kind of curious. It's, it's not really accurate. Does it have to be? 
then, I, then again, I might not watch it. I'm one of the few people who hate who hate Braveheart because of all the inaccuracies in it. Yeah, they, it, it, they added two characters that aren't real, if that helps. <laughs> it The first one is played by Zac Efron in a film that I didn't actually want to punch him in the face. So that there's that. And uh, the other person was played by Zendaya. Oh. Who played Michelle in, uh, in Homecoming. Amazing. Yeah, in Homecoming. Not Amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, she was very good. She has a wonderful singing I think you voice. can call that movie The Amazing Spider-Man because it was amazing. Mm. But, uh, yeah. Oh, anyway. Eric, on your suggestion, yeah. I watched Baywatch. Yeah. <laughs> what a horrible, weird you know, movie. It, no, I meant fun. It's, it's funny. Delight- funny, it's stupid It's delightfully movie. awful is the best way to put it. Yeah, right? Um, it was. You know what, though, I realized? I could watch any movie ever where you just have The Rock making like little jokes at that was zach efron right yeah yeah zach efron all right high school yeah. musical <laughs> <laughs> somebody come over and like help beaver out over here it's just like mm-hmm. constant and it's hilarious well it, it, the rock has is so charming that i'm pretty sure i can watch any movie that he's in barring the tooth, the maybe tooth fairy? Rampage. rampage i was about to ask i didn't see tooth you know what was really good? Ra- um, not Rampage. Jumanji. Good um, Jumanji. I actually really. Was, I was just at Shoppers Drug Mart getting my medication tonight, and I saw Jumanji. I'm like, eh, I should watch that thing. It was surprisingly enjoyable. Like, <laughs> if I had seen that in December instead of the Last Jedi, I would have been happier in December. <laughs> Didn't one of your buddies text you? Something to that effect. Yeah. Yumi and uh, Mr. Taylor went to go see that together. And it was like, yeah, yeah I just watched yeah. you. He's, He's like, yeah. how was that? And he's like, it's better than what you're about to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And it was, it was actually pretty good. It was pretty funny. Um, the premise was cute. Um, I mean, I can't hate a movie with The Rock. I uh, I don't think I've well that's a lie I'm pretty sure I could hate a movie with The Rock Rampage. Did um, you see the Scorpion King? Yeah, I don't. I'm sure I did. I don't remember it though. Maybe I hated. That we one should too. watch it. Okay, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. I never disliked a movie or TV series with um Colin Hanks. There you go. And Jumanji has Colin really? Hanks in it. Oh, he's in this yep. show that um that my wife's watching a lot. Um, Life in Pieces. Oh, the f- yeah, really. Yeah. Fun. He's funny on that show. <laughs> yeah, it's see. hilarious. The first episode, um, he's on a um he's on a diaper run or something, like three in the morning. Newborn baby needs diapers, and it's just it's a gag on his sleep deprivation, and it it was just mm, it was so yeah. painfully accurate. Like we were, we were in stitches. We literally laughed ourselves stupider. My favorite bit is when they go to Hawaii, and he's at the restaurant. He's lost part of his front tooth, and he, and um, he's not wearing appropriate clothes. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and the girl, the the waitress, is like, "Oh, sir, you need um, you need to wear a jacket here." And he's like, "I packed my own suitcase," and she she thought that he was a special needs person, <laughs> so they. They seated them right away. the The whole premise of that episode was that his um his mother had done everything for him, 
And that was his first time that he had actually packed his own suitcase. It was very cute. I don't know if have no, you seen I that haven't. Episode? I got I I'm got more of it queued up. Uh, we were watching that mm-hmm. together. We watched a little bit of this Amazon uh, show, um, the marvelous Mrs. Marbles? Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, Maisel. Really good. Really, really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It. I don't know. It's set in like 1930s New York, and it captures the period. Like, it seems really accurate as someone who has no real background in history, but the. <laughs> <laughs> you know what seems accurate? Star Wars. Even though I don't know about the future slash the past. I'm pretty sure the Star Wars past. seems really inaccurate, given that there's sound in space. Mm, I don't know if that's just sound in space or what they have inside their cockpits making the sound so they know what's going on. Dude. It's the equivalent uh-huh. of Dude, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> not nearly all of this. No, like none of the space shots are point of view, except for a couple during uh, episode four. Mm. But what's the camera in? Is it in a spaceship following them? Mm. Maybe there's a soundboard that an alien is using to to press little laser sounds. The alien's <laughs> name is George, and George is putting sound effects because they sound cool. So science wait, says yes, no. You don't like old Star Wars. You, know you don't like a- new Star Wars. Do you like any Star Wars at all? <laughs> you know, wait, 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 Mark. You know what? Good thing that Star Trek's around because they don't have any sound in space either. <laughs> pew, pew. They don't have anything interesting in space Bad. either. Well, I like Not Star Trek. Um, I like what I've seen of Discovery so far. Oh, I can't believe they killed everyone at the end of the first season. Uh, I can. Besides, I got to keep Rent Guy around for the musical episode. You didn't see the end. Have you seen the ending of the first season? Nope. Mm. Is there singing? Yeah. No, no. I actually liked uh, Anthony Rapp. He was he was very good in it, and his uh, partner was very good as well. He played Angel. <laughs> cool. No, I am excited to get to it. Not till next year, right? They start filming the summer, the late spring. Yep, Star Wars, Star Trek. <laughs> Go host. Go. Oh, I'm the worst at hosting. I don't know. I was pretty bad when I did it that one day. Was... When did you host, Mark? Was it the time totally I took the over? Time you took over. <laughs> <laughs> that won't happen again. I was. I like how this was supposed to be like a half an hour, uh, and we're just episode, like rambling but... for hours. On well, by the time we cut out all the hemming and hawing, it's going to be like forty minutes. Oh. By the way, we might be getting a new theme song courtesy of someone. Yay! Possible new theme song. Nice. I don't know if you guys want to go electronic or if you want to go like... Is it death metal? No. I think it should be on a ukulele. Uh, there, there's, there's a, there is a sort of ukulele, uh, acoustic-y uh, song. It's nice. I, I think it's pretty cute, but I'm going to see what else is sent my way. Death metal? No. Are you soliciting the listeners? Remember, Should the listeners bombard us with their theme song ideas? Remember, remember that, that we are one. a nerdy podcast from a parenting point of view. Slash new. Oh, sorry, not slash. Hashtag new um, intro. <laughs> yeah. Also, remember that we're not Hollywood Babylon, so we can't have the same kind of musical intros that they have on that show. Also, that podcast. slash. <laughs> 
Hollywood Babylon has too many intro songs. They that is said. also true. That is also true. I love Kevin and all. There are too many songs on there. Too many bits. I feel like he's so stoned a lot of the time that he just doesn't care about all of the intro bits. A third of that show is just theme songs. Some of them are really funny, though. Like, I would listen to the Justin Bieber one on repeat by itself, and that could be the show. <laughs> See? That's valid. That, that just sort of makes me sad. Uh, uh, holy crap. Man, if the guy who came up with We've that theme wants to fire us one, I'd be down. If Courage Me, uh, uh, Courage My Love um, wants to do a theme hmm. song, I'd be down with them. Plus, they follow me on Twitter. Really? Yeah, I, I, I was a fan of theirs um, before they got famous because they're from this this area, like London, Kitchener area. Huh. That's a pretty big area. It is a big area, but I just can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember if they're what in between. location it is, yeah. Yeah, no, so I'm just going to be like, they're, they're west of Toronto. How about <laughs> west of Mississauga. West of Acton. How about that? Everything's west of Acton. Everything's east of Acton, too. <laughs> yeah, but it's worth the drive. But there's nothing north of Acton, if that helps. There is, actually. North of Acton. They're not terribly important, but they're there. Like Aaron? Aaron. Aaron's a nice little town. It is a nice, little, a nice little town. Yeah, but there's nothing there. <laughs> no, apparently... As, not, as someone who lives in like, Guelph, where there's nothing, I know there's nothing up here. <laughs> <laughs> not not to give out free plugs or anything, but they're supposed to have the best like fall fair in the area, Aaron. Uh, see, but it, the best fall fair is usually the butter tart fair, and that's not here. Ooh. Butter tarts. I was about to ask the listeners if they knew where I could get a really good butter tart. Um, so, there, there, there's a number of um, good bakeries in Toronto that have... Um, Amazing butter tarts. Oh, man. I wish I knew the the ones that I go to. There's one in Liberty Village. There's one um, just south of uh, Young and Egg, I think. I don't know. I, I, if I could figure it out, I'll let you know. Mark, any yeah. thoughts on butter tarts? Um, I'm not a big butter tart fan, but I do like other kinds of baked goods. Wait, wait, wait. Are you a butter tart fan that likes stuff in the butter tart? Are you... Or you a purist? Me, I'm just not a. My sister was. A lot of my food issues have developed from things my sister ate way too much of when we were kids, Mm -hmm. and that primarily involved butter tarts, lemon meringue pie, and um, craft dinner. But But, macaroni and cheese, craft dinner. These things were every dessert and every possible meal. So I can't eat butter tarts anymore. Mm -hmm. Looking at them makes me decide I don't need any dessert. I can't eat lemon meringue pie because that's what was like every Sunday it felt like when I was a kid. And I can't eat craft. I can't even stand the smell of craft. The um the butter tarts that your sister ate, did they have things in them? No, I don't think so. Okay, so good. That's good. I used to be 100% purist, but now I can be convinced to have one with walnuts. Uh, walnuts are all right. Uh, also, St. Jacob's also has really good butter tarts. St. Jacob's has really good lots of stuff, actually. St. Jacob's has baked goods coming out of whatever, and it's all amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, the the meat vendors in their marketplace are amazing. Oh, yeah, that's true. So good. 
We should yeah. sous vide. We should go and then sous vide the heck out of it. You can sous vide and I can grill and then we can just have like meat fest. Mm, I'm also getting a new barbecue soon. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. I got a new barbecue last year. Yeah. I got to pick it up from St. Catherine, so it's going to. Geeks with fire. Geeks with fire. I might yeah. be. My yeah. dad, my, we have an old, um, one of those like Weber, you know, the circle barbecues where it's just yeah, a have, circle and it's charcoal. Yeah. I have one of those too. I have one in my garage that needs to be cleaned up and it needs like a new grate and stuff. But my dad says he doesn't want to take it to his new house. So I might like convert that into a smoker. Nice. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. Um, you can, um, geeks with food. There's a, there's a drum, there's a metal drum that you can get to extend the middle part and make it a good smoker. Oh man. I, I, I was looking up all these. I saw that on the internet. It's just like a, it looks kind of like a, industrial garbage can but it's like shorter and it's a ring that you just yeah in, yeah right? yeah yeah that's good thinking we need to do a geeks with food episode at some point then mm-hmm. awesome that would be amazing we really mm-hmm. should we've been talking about doing that practically since the beginning well i could even i got my wife a harry potter cookbook for christmas and it has like butter beer and stuff in it mm-hmm. there's a bunch of other things i like i have a I have Mass Effect uh, recipes and Star Wars recipes. What's, what's the Mass Effect one? How to suck in three episodes? Um, I, I'd have to look it up. I don't remember. It's a, it's a PDF. Can you send me some Star Wars recipes? Um, my oldest official first watching of Star Wars Day is coming up, and we need delicious things to eat. It's not May. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, sure. If I can find it, there's there's a bunch of things like um, you can make Chewbacca's out of Rice Krispies and stuff like that. No, I came um, to a decision about it actually. Um, I'm going to time it so that on May the fourth, that's when we'll watch Return of the Jedi. Nice. Not the holiday special. No <laughs> holiday <Yeah>. special. <laughs> Never. Although I do have it. Dad, why do you like this crap? There's um. So you know the the Harmy guys, uh, the Harmy guy, um, they have that uh, restoration of the original trilogy. They also that forum also has a restoration of the holiday special that they've been trying to clean up for years. That yeah, well, uh, I mean, good, but why? Because because it's yeah. Star Wars. Because it's Star Wars, and who else is going to do it? Star Wars fans. The the old guard are very passionate about what they like and what they dislike. And if they dislike it, doesn't mean that they don't want to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. That's why we that's why there's so many like fun edits of episode one, two, and three, and like there are now edits about seven and eight. Although there are some horrible ones too, but you know. Huh. What can you do? You can watch them and love them and be them. Awesome. Sorry, I got this. I got distracted by The Witcher. <laughs> what about The Witcher? Just like in general? Um, I got an email saying, hey, you can get The Witcher um, on Steam for like 60% off. I was like, I bought it already on PS4 and my PC. Yeah, you, for 60% off. So it's about 20 bucks. So hmm. I already have it. So it doesn't really affect me. Eric? I'm sending I'm sending you a picture of something in Facebook, but it's just taking forever to go up there. Is it, 
It's a cake that Tears have made. Cool. Yeah, think, okay. Uh, uploaded to Facebook. What are you uploading? And where is this getting uploaded it, to? I put it in Facebook Messenger. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry, I was looking for it in Oh, Slack. man, I've closed oh. Facebook. You like that? It's only like six inches tall or whatever. And she made it. I was uh, down in the basement, and she was making a cake for someone. She made a Yoda cake, I think, for somebody. And mm. she made this as like a little snack for me. It's like the size of one piece of cake. It's just a little wicket that you want. That That's pretty funny. Pretty amazing. I have a talented mm. wife. Yes, we all know this. This is she uh, almost got me to buy um, a donut pan from Canadian Tire because oh, I wanted so donuts. good. We we were just out. Um, we were in Guelph actually. Tirza went to the running store in Guelph to get some shoes, and oh. there's like a, a nice boutiquey kitchen stuff store right beside it. Oh wait, are you talking about the one downtown by the Eric the Baker? No, uh, Eric. I don't know where that is. Do you know where the running room okay. is in Guelph? Um, yes. Yes, I do. Okay, right beside that. I think it's called, not to promo them or whatever, but I think it's called Time to Cook. I think that's the name of the place. And they have like high-end kitchen pans and stuff like that. And they had like, well, one of those donut pans, but they're for like the micro-sized donuts. You know the ones you can get from the grocery store that they cover in icing sugar and they're like crack? Oh, and we, Time to Cook. Yes, yeah. I know. I yeah, It's a good store. But, um, yeah, she nearly bought a mini donut pan. I was like, you know, that just means we're going to make hundreds of little tiny donuts. We can't buy that pan. And she's like, yeah, we can't buy that pan. This is, uh, this is by where, um, let me make sure. Yeah, this is where there's Megan like, used to live over here this way. There's like a Zares or a No Frills or something like that. Or Zares. Yeah, Zares. Yeah. Um, there used to be a really good fish and chip place across the street, and now he's gone. Gone? That sucks. I want fish and chips Oh, wait. Now. Oh. Yeah. You know what's gone now? Um, in what? Hamilton, Raleigh Rockets closed. Meh. <laughs> Not a Never fan, was. I see. It was all right. Like, the food was pretty good, but uh, there's better in Hamilton, man. Well, better now. It was kind of, wasn't it like the only kind of southern barbecue place around for a while? There, there was another place, that place that just used to get a kick out of, you know, pissing off everyone. They came out at the same time. I just don't remember the name of it. See, I, I have a problem with barbecue places because they're never as good as, this sounds really braggy, their ribs are never as good as I make and their brisket. And I their, agree. This, I, and their brisket and pulled pork, it's never as good as my buddy Devin, who might be listening to this at some point, never as good as what he makes. So every time I go, it's like a disappointment. I I generally agree. Everywhere I have barbecue, I'm like, I can make a better sauce than this. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and some of the time you're like, I can get better sauces in the grocery store than this. Like, you can get decent um, Neil Brothers makes an unbelievable barbecue sauce. Or if you make your own, or rib, you can just go to like. Yeah. It's just weird. It's not. I don't know. I've never found barbecue places to be worth the price. It sounds bad but the, the 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 thing i like about barbecue places is that sometimes they have really good cornbread um mm. and i love cornbread there was a place i used to like, go to in toronto near um uh right near the subway at eglinton um i don't know it was good it's the only barbecue place i've ever been to to be honest yeah 
That's part right. of my problem. Like, I, I always heard that Raleigh's was good, but I'd never gone, and now it's closed. You never went to Raleigh Rockets? Never once. I used to go there all the time. I don't know why. Well, it was right near the um, that theater where I imagine you were working quite a bit. A lyric. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, uh, yes. That one. Owned by Mr. Brennan. <laughs> yep, that, that, that'd be it. I like how that theater has done nothing. Since we left, it's it's been kind of quiet ish. It it had signs from when I did my last show there for like two years, <laughs> and I had I had lived in Toronto for two, those two years. And I was like, what what is going on? Uh, I heard that they had some like some major internal repairs they had to do or something. Yeah, there was there's the roof was collapsing, and there was some other random crap. Um, and now it's just sort of just stuck in limbo. Which sucks because it's a good theater. Yeah, yeah. I remember every time we went there, the like it always sounded great. It could be dressed in lots of different ways. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer. Yeah. Hopefully the I gotta find a venue for my shows this uh this summer fall. Well, I don't know if we're gonna do the fall one. I think we might just premiere in spring. Hmm. We shall see. Maybe I'll do. It's it. awesome that you're doing shows. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, it's busy. You, I I have some. Good... You sound like you sound like excited and pre-exhausted. Oh no no, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm I'm I'm, I'm mostly at the current moment. I'm, I'm thinking about venues right now because I need a good venue, and uh, the DAC is sort of not the DAC. Sorry, the Citadel. They're sort of what's the word? <laughs> Douchebags? No. <laughs> No, they're not. That, not to put too fine a point on it. No, no, they're just they're opportunistic. Like, yeah, the new theater company, they'll they'll try and gouge them, right? But whatever. Gotcha. Which is exactly the wrong type of theater company to be gouging, but that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I I, I have ideas. Yeah, ideas. Yeah, ideas are good. Hmm. Hmm. I could use some of those. Mm. Awesome. Ooh, I might be seeing uh, Come From Away uh, with work. Nice. Uh, I might be getting a Mervish subscription for next year. <laughs> for Hamilton? Uh, oh, no, Hamilton comes out the year after. Ah, still waiting. But yes, I will be getting the subscription next year so I can buy Hamilton tickets for the year after. <laughs> I cannot doubt the wisdom of this action. Well, okay, so here's the here's the deal that they sent out to um, Mervish fans, I guess. If you get a subscription for next year, you get priority um, ticket buying for Hamilton when it comes out the year after. Which is cool. the only way you're going to have a hope in the world of getting a ticket. Yep, that's true. So, you know, and I don't mind because I want to go see Dear Evan Hansen next year. What is that? I keep hearing about it. It's a musical by Pasek and Paul, who created Dogfight. Um, they did the songs for Smash, the TV show, and they also did the music for La La Land and The Greatest Showman. So um, they're two writers. Dear Evan Hansen is the story about a teenage boy who sort of has anxiety issues and he has no friends. So through reasons that happen he gets caught up in this lie that sort of propels him into the spotlight and then ultimately 
things happen and you know lies don't stay hidden forever um but it, it's 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 a beautiful show about being a teenager and yeah huh uh when Stephen Colbert watched the show for the first time. He said that he started crying in the first song and didn't stop crying till the end of the show. Uh, it's very, it's, 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 it's great because it's relatable, especially at our age. We're like, we're 30 ish going closer to 40, but um, yeah, you can, you can relate with both the teenage side. So the, the teenagers in the show, and then you can relate with their parents and going through parenting. Uh, it's, the the first song is called "Does Anyone Have a Map," and it's sung from the perspective of the mom of Evan Hansen and the mom of um, another character in the show, and it sort of talks about how they're sort of just going, not going through the motions, but going forward, like trying to uh, raise these people without, like ra- raise these um, these individuals without really having a a means to know what you're doing, right? Like. Like we all know this as parents, like we're just trying to do the best that we can, but we don't know if we're always doing the best for them. So that's the first song, <laughs> man. And, like this it's, it's, show is like targeting my. It seems specifically targeted to destroy me yeah. psychologically, uh, and it's hard. Like the um, Evan Hansen's mom is, she's working. She's a, I think, I think she's a nurse, but she's also taking courses so that she can, you know, upgrade her skills so that she can provide more for her family. She's also a single parent, so that's hard on her. And she sees that the other, the other mom who, um, I can't remember her name. She, she's in a better off like family, like they have money, so she ends up taking up causes and stuff. And so Evan Hansen's mom sort of feels bad because she's not around and she can't just like give him what he needs to move forward in life but she's trying yeah man <clears throat> it's a beautiful show uh, and if you don't cry in it you are dead inside <laughs> <laughs> well then it will be a real test for me mm-hmm. there's a there, oh it is it's great there's a there's a really poignant song at the end of the first act. I know we're going into musicals, which is very strange. Um, we That's don't okay. often talk about shows. We should do a theater episode, which we've been saying for, since pretty much the first episode of this podcast. You really should. Um, the, um, I might actually, yeah, anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, or maybe not. <laughs> the, the end of the first act is, um, so the, the show also deals with teen suicide. So, um, which is another, you know, tough topic to talk about. And the first, the last song in the first act is talking about how, even though as a teenager, you can feel alone, you're not alone. Wow. Yeah. It's, 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 it's written well. It's, it's, it's hard to watch and it's, but it's very, uh, Hmm. compelling. You should watch it. Cool. I'll see what I can do. Honestly, the last piece, the last play that I saw was a production of Dracula at the staircase like five years ago. <laughs> Wasn't that longer than five years? Isn't that when uh, Crystal and AJ started dating? Yes, because they're married. They're married they're- now, and they have a yeah. almost two. He's two years old now, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
So was it? It might have been six six years ago. Dracula was done when I was still living in Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, but I remember it was around the time that my first was born. Was it not around the time I did Rent? No, no, it was after I did Rent. So like a year or two after I did Rent. This sounds about the right time. When was that? Rent was 2010. That's um, almost... Your first would have been 2012. Uh, so you know what? It would have been shortly after I got married then. I think it was 2011 or 2012. Yeah. Yeah. I vaguely remember you getting married. When did you get married? 2011? 2011. When did I do... Yeah, it was that year. Because I just did The Wedding Singer. And they started dating. It was foreshadowing. The Wedding Singer? Yes, because you were doing The Wedding Singer, and then people got married. You got married? (laughs) No, you're right. That's not foreshadowing. That's just a bunch of stuff that happens. I don't know. We need to do... Did we? We never did do a magic episode, did we? Nope. No, you're supposed to, so we, I could have we, an extra we week off. <laughs> <laughs> we need to lure. Oh, we're the worst. The rabbit hole that is Magic the Gathering. See, you guys should have went to EGLX because they had magic going there, and I was like, "Do I? Do I sit and watch one of these?" And I was like, ah, "I don't want to do that." You should. And then there, there are people selling cards and stuff. Really? Isn't wasn't that an electronic show? Yeah, it's a, no, it's a magic, game. It, does, magic does their whole magic online and all that crap. Well, it, it's a gaming convention, so they did a bunch of different gaming things. They actually had a, a card game there that was based off of, um, so it was like um, magic, but based on MMA. <laughs> yeah. It sounds silly, but I watched the uh, Steve do a. A round of it, I guess. Is that what it is? A round? Well, it, it would it, be it seemed... if it's about MMA. Well, no, no. I mean, like, it, like they they drew cards and then they had, you know, they put down cards. It looked like a magic. It looked like a Gwent match, huh? Or Hearthstone or whatever. So, like magic. Yeah, it was magic. <laughs> it was magic without magic and more punching and. And kicking in. Yeah, well, I don't, you know what? I should. I shouldn't. MMA. There, there have been card games built on sillier premises that were really good. I still have one that I picked up from a buddy of ours who used to work at Bayshore Hobbies. Um. Oh, what is it? It's um. It's bell-bottomed badasses on the mean streets of funk. That sounds horrible. <laughs> it's a seventies exploitation movie card game. That sounds so terrible. We should play Again, it. Said, it is pretty terrible, horrible. but it's fun. We should. I feel like we need to like get drunk and do this. I thought that's what we were going to do today. Oh. <laughs> and now you're drinking yeah. non-alcoholic beer and not playing terrible 70s-themed card games. I'm, I'm actually looking at my Star Wars um, card game, which I don't know what this is. Like the old, the oldie old one from the 90s? Yeah, from the 90s. Oh, I remember that game. No, wait, I'm thinking of the Star Trek one. What was the Star Wars one like? Oh, I bought them because the pictures were pretty. <laughs> the Star Wars one had really expensive card or original purchase price, if I remember correctly. Uh, I think it was that, a high initial purchase price. I'm sure it was. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, 
I guess. We've been going for almost two hours, dudes. Yes. I I hope that you edit this down to about 40 minutes. (laughs) By the power of scotch and coffee, all things are possible. Well, there, there, there are a lot of promos that we're doing, and um, yeah, I have a bunch of Steam codes I need to give away before they expire. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do that. We'll see. Yeah. Do, should send us off, Spears. Uh, uh, find us at www.geekswithkids.ca, and there will be links there to all of our other social... Um, and we would dearly, dearly love to hear from you. So you you, you can email us at, at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And if you want to um, check us out, our MP3s are where? Geekswithkids.libsynth.com. Geekswithkids.libsynth.com is, our, is where all of our stuff is hosted. But you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Store. And uh, in about... Are we on Spotify yet? Or is that coming? Spotify, um, we should be there by the middle of next week. Yay! Yay! Yep, so there it is. And we're going to be on even more different providers. Um, So there. Thank you for listening to this time of transition. Oh, the shame. Oh, spheres. <laughs> I like to end things on an up note. <laughs> I am I am Eric. Goodbye. I am Mark. Have a good night. And here's our faithful and dedicated host. This is Spears Majram, everybody. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. <laughs>